Overland for me is my escape from the the hecticness of work and the stress of what I do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a release and it's a reset. And then that, I'm a little older now, and slowing down, and overlanding seems like a nice pace. You take your time, you know, smell the roses. I actually go camping to hear the wind flow through the trees, smell the breeze. And also we've realized we have this passion for off-road and camping, kind of a... Uh, went out of control from there, I would say. <laughs> we only have so much time on this earth, and you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people to make you smile. That's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a, it's a living journal uh, between, you know, us guys and uh, our journey together. All right. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Jared. And we have a very, very special guest on. We've talked about her on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually Katie's Tacoma. She has a great taste in uh, <laughs> in trucks and truck colors. Colors, I'm, yeah. I'm a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, why don't you say hello? Hi, Hank. How are you? <laughs> Out- outstanding. Um, so you have, we'll, we'll talk about um, your truck, first of all, because okay, you're, you're an overlander as well. You drive a what year Tacoma? Mine is a 2020 Toyota Tacoma TRD Sport 4x4, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no big deal. And the color is voodoo blue. That's the only blue, the best blue. The best, the best. blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no bias. The right. best blue. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for coming on with us, Katie. Yes. Um, I've got so many questions for you. It's, I mean, <sighs> we've actually camped before. Um, mm-hmm. We've done uh, overnighter together. And I actually can't remember how I, I started following you. I think it was just I, the hashtag voodoo blue Tacoma. I think that was it. I think and, that was it. Yeah. But, um, they're a little voodoo blue Tacoma I gang. That really we, uh, the, the club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta, <laughs> voodoo blue is a very specific tag yeah. to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to Toyota. But, um, man, you are a social media influencer. No. Yeah. You, you, totally, you totally are. Whether um, you admit it or not. Yeah. You have the best personality and, um, your personality in person is, is the exact same as what you show on online, which is what I really enjoy about a following you on Instagram. And now that you've been doing TikToks, it is. <laughs> oh, oh, I haven't seen the TikToks yet. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we'll plug those right now. What's your Instagram, TikTok, and uh, anything else? Anything, anything else you want to plug? My Instagram is Katie's Tacoma, Katie, yep. K-A-T-I-E-S, Tacoma. My TikTok is Katie Cat, that's my nickname. So I, I won't go into further detail, but it's K T like T E A, like sipping tea, and then mm. K A T. So. Okay, and then another thing is when you when you guys follow her and, and when, you, when you when you guys get to know her a little bit through this podcast, you'll realize that she loves puns. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she uh, she loves them. Um, but Katie, um, you bought your truck with the idea to build it into a, a camping and overland rig, right? That is correct. Yeah, mm. and th- I've I've heard your story with w- like you getting your truck, and it's oh my gosh, you worked hard to get it. I did. <laughs> you, you bought it during COVID, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, oh, you just you, recently, okay? Yeah, so October twenty eighth. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Like middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't you tell us that story? It's quite it's a so bit awesome. since awesome. It's a short period of time. That's pretty good. Yeah. So last year during 2020 and around April, that's when I just started to look around for my truck. And I've always wanted a Tacoma. Mm. Like I just 
since high school seeing them driving around and <laughs> yeah. I know Toyota's reliable. I like the aesthetics of the Tacomas and stuff and I've always wanted one. So around April is when I started looking and obviously it's in the middle of COVID and every dealership told me you're not going to find that, that voodoo blue. You're oh, not you were find specific. It. You wanted that color. I wanted the voodoo uh, blue. You had your list already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotcha. knew I wanted the TRD sport because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the hood scoop. Yeah. Very um, cool. Yeah. I, I didn't really think that I needed the off-road because the pro, yeah. yeah, I didn't like the the fender flares and the non hood scoop of the off-road. Yeah. So I really wanted. I knew I wanted the TRD Sport and I wanted four by four, obviously. Um, but yeah, every dealership just kept saying, you know, you're not going to find the Voodoo Blue, but we have cement, we have white, yeah, we yeah. have, and I was like, well, Quick that's sand. not yeah, blue. No. <laughs> and so I literally, I probably called every Toyota dealership in California saying, do you have a voodoo blue Tacoma? Do you have a voodoo blue Tacoma? Nobody had them. And it was obviously in the middle of COVID. And they're like, we're not even making them. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, we're not even making them. And so I was like, dang it, dang it. And so I just gotten, I just left the hospital and I was working at Starbucks. And so I had nothing else to do. And so I literally worked six days a week, 40 hours a week. I cut all my expenses and just put 99.9% of my check into my savings for the truck. So I got to save until October. So in the middle of October, um, one of the dealerships from Las Vegas, um, this car salesman said, hey, I have a Voodoo Blue Tacoma, but you're going to have to spend $700 on the shipping fee to get it shipped over to Las Vegas. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to be able to get it. So that's all that matters. That's what it takes. takes. So (laughs) I took, so on October 28th, my dad drove me at 530 in the morning to um, my transit station and I got on a train for twelve dollars. Oh, really? By myself. Wow. I, this is all by the myself. Start of by the, the way. overland, yeah. Yeah. By train. So I had my my Patagucci duffel bag <laughs> and my <laughs> and my duffel bag. Um, I had my duffel bag and my backpacking backpack. And I knew that once I was going to get the truck, I was going to go spend a couple days in Zion, go camping, and then drive it home. So Jeez, right off the bat, nice. Yeah. Right off the bat. So uh, so I took a twelve dollar plane or. Er, train ticket from where i live to burbank and then i got on a 28 dollar southwest flight to las vegas nice. yeah and that's like the commuter typical flight yeah. yeah so and i've never been in an airplane by myself or at an airport by myself and i didn't know what to do oh. i had and so i figured it all out by myself and during um, covid that's gotta be and crazy. during covid yeah yeah so um, I had the car salesman pick me up at the airport and he drove me to the dealership and I we I signed a couple last few things and then drove it off the lot and drove t- straight to, well, I actually drove to Wendy's because I was really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but so I ate some spicy chicken nuggets there and nice. then I drove up to, just outside of Zion, um, I stayed in a hotel and then uh, that night, it was the night of the World Series Dodger game, actually. Oh, okay. So I got to watch that. Um, the hotel I stayed at, they had very paper thin walls. Mm. And the next day when I was taking a shower, there was a ginormous cockroach that was crawling in my <laughs> shower curtain. So this one the one of the five star resorts. No, no, okay. Definitely not. And so I freaked out, obviously, because I hate bugs. They bug me. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a few of these. There's gonna yeah. be a couple. So you may want to get used to that. <laughs> But so, yeah, I jumped out of my shower. And by the way, when I was taking a shower the night before, I was, it wasn't draining at all. So I was taking Just a shower in my own. In your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's always nice. Yeah. Uh, so I ran downstairs I half clothed. I think I've oh, stayed yeah. at this hotel. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people I might have. have. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. So I like ran downstairs and was like, hey, there's a cockroach in my shower, you know? And then they're like, well, okay, we'll send someone up to get it. And they're like, but you can't be in the hotel while they're up, they're up there because of COVID. And I was like, I'm literally soaking wet. You're going to have me sit in the lobby, like next to the door, and it's Just, 40 degrees outside yeah. in the rolling doors that are coming okay so i sat there for like 40 minutes they never came and then when they came um yeah they just didn't offer anything to me and saying you know sorry and so i was like you know i'm just gonna check out and i'll just stay in the in the park so i went to zion i found out that the shuttle service wasn't working and you can't (sighs) everything's shut down you can't even get on the shuttle without having a day pass and you have to purchase the pass 24 hours in advance yep so i hiked I walked. I was like, well, they said that you can get on the shuttle after 3 p.m. And so I parked at the mm. visitor center and I hiked to the lodge five miles. God, that's such a five long walk. Five miles. <laughs> yeah. On the road, the main road in Zion. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'll hike Angel's Landing mm. when I get there because it's just past the lodge. Also and a strenuous hike. Also a strenuous hike. Yeah. But why not? You know, and then I'll just take the, the shuttle back home or back to the visitor center and then drive, you know. So I went, I made it to the lodge and it was already after three. And I was like, you know, I wasn't expecting five miles to take that long. So um, I went to go get on the shuttle and they're like, what are you doing? You don't have a pass. And I said, well, they said, you guys said at the visitor center that I can get on after 3 p.m. They said you have to get on at the visitor center. Oh, shut up. Oh, no. So... I was like, wait, no wait, wait, wait. I just hiked five miles. I'm not hiking back. I'm not hiking five miles back. And I was like, I'll pay someone just to give me a ride. Like, yeah. it's a, literally a five minute ride. Yeah. But they're like, no, there's nothing we can do for you, like, because wow. of COVID. So I had to hike 10 miles. <sighs> Shut up. By myself no on the main way. road in Zion National Park. And. And yeah, I just drove uh, or when I got back to my car, I was already pooped. It was like 5 p.m. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive home because <laughs> oh, I, I already Katie. checked out of my hotel Yeah, because I didn't want to stay there. Nobody else had anything available for me. I couldn't camp in the park. They said <sighs> it was all overpacked and closed. And I just hiked 10 miles. So yeah, you're over it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll just drive home. So I drove uh, to Las Vegas. I got there like at 7 p.m. I had... I ate at the Cracker Barrel because, hello, Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah. And then I you stopped at Bass Pro because, hello, Bass Pro. Right. Stocked <laughs> up on my Bass Pro shop hats and then <laughs> um, drove and stayed with my grandparents uh, like around Mojave area. And oh, then nice. I headed home. But it was, yeah, the weirdest couple Wipe days of my life. the adventure to... Uh... <laughs> by myself. I've never been by myself like that in an adventure and that far away until I did my, my week-long trip in February. But yeah. that's how I acquired my truck. <laughs> yeah. And February wow. February in Utah is so cold. It was the coldest I've ever been in life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when you first told me that story, you glazed over the part of the hike in Zion. Because, oh, because Zion National Park is one of my favorite park national mm-hmm. parks. Mm-hmm. And um, that is such a shame that you only got to hike the, tr- the, the tram trip. <laughs> <laughs> on the, the, on the, the main trail. road, yeah. On the main road, yeah. yeah. And Just, all the people on the bus, the buses were empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll sit in the back of the bus. Come on, yeah. No, I will like. I'll just sit on the fender. Yeah, I'll just yeah. The hang bumper. on the bumper and yeah. just, <laughs> the bike and rack then, in the front. Yeah. I had my GoPro and I was taking all this GoPro footage. I haven't even gone through it, but I was saying a whole bunch of stupid stuff like yeah. about life and reminiscence about, you know, life. And then this guy came up behind me with a bike and he yelled and he just like, just because he scared me. Yeah. And then um, he was waiting for me like in the, 
to talk to me and i got all freaked out because i was yeah. like the first time being by myself and he's like oh what are you doing and yeah we're stranger danger yeah. Yeah, yeah oh man but it wasn't that bad like but he was cool but it was just funny but yeah that's how i acquired my truck <laughs> that is such an amazing story like of adversity and getting out of your comfort zone to mm-hmm. get something that you really want and also mm-hmm. hey pinching the pennies to get that like mm-hmm so many people like see the lifestyle that that we have in terms of hey you have an awesome rig like i used to do it with jeff all the time i would say man i want my rig to be like yours and he'd be like dude it takes a lot of time don't worry you don't have to do it's it all at happen once. overnight mm-hmm. yeah you got plenty he, like he's he's got a 2018 and, and uh, mm-hmm. i have a 2019 he's like dude over the span of a year you're gonna you're gonna do a lot of stuff and don't worry it's gonna take you time mm-hmm. and hearing you working at starbucks i also used to work at starbucks mm-hmm. you know that um <laughs> knowing the the grind the grind uh, of starbucks oh, the grind of starbucks not too cheesy yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we're gonna label this the pun podcast yeah the, it's, <laughs> it's a pun podcast the with uh, katie's tacoma <laughs> But yeah, like saving for something that you want mm-hmm. and and not deviating from it mm-hmm. because I'm the same way. Like I wanted the Voodoo Blue Toyota mm-hmm. Tacoma and they only made it in the TRD Pro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, I want that color. I'm so I'm getting that this truck. what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, they the next year after they made uh, the the TRD Sport in, <laughs> yeah. in the For same color, <laughs> yeah, it mm-hmm. used to be an exclusive color, but now it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. But I still love that color. Oh, and, it's so um, vibrant. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty rare. I don't see it's it too often. It's a neat color. And it's just like, I feel like it exuberates, or if that's even word, I don't know how to it say is. it. But yeah, just say like, it. Just, it's such, <laughs> so unique, and I feel like it just fits my personality. Like, why not oh, get something that's totally kind of different? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. Like, you could point it out of a parking lot. Like, I always forget where I park, but I literally just, mm, then I can <laughs> yeah, easily I, see it. I saw another one the other day, and it you know had a roof rack and mm-hmm. you know a roof tent. On the back, and I'm like, I thought it was Patrick. Yeah. I was all flashing my lights at him, waving. I'm like, oh shit, it's, it's not Patrick. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm I know this is Patrick. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the Krusty Krab. Yeah. Um, um, but anyways, uh, hey, uh, Eric's in Eric's in the chat. Hey, what's Uh-oh, going on? Eric? What up, Eric? Um, oh my gosh, it's it's crazy because a lot of people do that same thing where they see me out. Well, they think they see me in you know in the wild, mm-hmm. and uh, they they tag me on Instagram. Oh, hey, Jared, can you turn your your? We're gonna get an echo real bad. Sorry, guys. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Um, we are we're live on Facebook, and there is a delay, so yeah. it might pick up on <laughs> one of the microphones. Um, but yeah, knowing that trim choice and knowing, hey, what you want and how you're mm-hmm. going to get it and the sacrifice that you're going to make, that's one of the, the bare bones <laughs> things that makes Overlanders, you know, we're that kind of breed of people mm-hmm. uh, that, hey, you got to struggle to get it. And mm-hmm. you're... Your trip to get that truck was a hundred percent a struggle. One hundred percent. Getting out of your comfort zone, taking a thirty dollar train ticket, one of the the cheapest ways to get mm-hmm. there, and then uh, well, twelve dollar, twelve dollar train ticket and twenty eight dollar flight. Mm-hmm. Getting out of your comfort zone, doing something for the first time to get what you want and to experience something you want, and having that experience, <laughs> having that experience be. <laughs> Not what you expect. Yeah, not. And just saying, you know what? F it. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna go anyways. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. 
and you kept pushing and pushing, and then you get to Zion as your first trip in a brand new truck. Brand new truck. <laughs> and you're like, hey, I'm going to do Zion. It's beautiful. And then COVID slaps you in the face. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, and then hike 10 miles by myself oh. with for nothing. For, yeah. Well, I mean, like, still in a beautiful park, but yeah. didn't get to hike. That's yeah. like, uh, have you been to Zion before, though? Yes, I've been a okay. couple times. Like, I've okay. been about four or five times. When I went on my trip in February, I went there again. And... It's one of the coolest places I've ever been. Aside from Yosemite, that's another favorite. I've never have been, to go. Yeah, I do. Let's yeah. do it. Jared's I've never been, been to Zion. I've never been to Zion. Really? But yeah, that's yeah. on my, my bucket list of places mm-hmm. to It's be, such yeah. a different experience than anything in I've, California. I was actually going to say, I, I've driven through there mm-hmm. as uh, I was working at the job, and we had to pass through, so I didn't get to actually stop and enjoy anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, just from the, the highway... Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful area, so I can imagine, and obviously all the Instagram and YouTube, you know, influencers uh, showing me. It's better in person. Yeah. It's, oh, I've, everything is. Yeah. Every single photo that I've taken there, every single night shot, astrophotography, or even like, you know, selfie or whatever, it never does it justice. Oh, yeah. And I've I've been there maybe about four times now during different parts of the year, and it's always different. Mm-hmm. And oh, man, I will always go back there. And especially since I know what's past there, I know I know Moab's past uh, past Zion. I know Canyonlands is past there. Oh, those are amazing parks, and it's just this this awesome experience that is, you know, the the desert. Mm-hmm. And it's a different desert than Anza Borrego. Have you have you been around there? No, Bar- and okay. I really want to. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. we have a to do list been, here. Yeah, I've been to Yosemite. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. And sharing those experiences of your favorite place with somebody is is awesome. And you mm-hmm. shared Lake Casitas with me. That's our first mm-hmm. the well the first and only place that we camped together. Uh, it was a concrete slab, as Ben would call it. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was. It's a spot that you you repeatedly go to now, right? Yeah, like I've been there a couple of times. I mean, it's not you know the definition of overlanding or camping, but it was a way to get out. And I always try to utilize any time I can to be outside and sleeping in my truck. So Lake yeah. Casitas was the closest. I say it's fairly local to you. Yeah, it's so. local and it's it's a way to get out. You know, I'd rather be anywhere else except for home. You yeah, I'm the same exact yeah. way, and that's mm-hmm. why I camp every week. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Jer- I know Jared ever. would camp every week. If but I could, yeah, he's yeah. got to be the adult in the house. Yeah, unfortunately, stupid. Mm, what's that like? <laughs> Dad life. Gonna... Yeah, and he drives a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a pretty cool dinosaur, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh man, so I'm, so, I'm so jealous of that truck. Sometimes yeah. I see my bright blue truck, and I look at his faded paint Land Rover Discovery <laughs> from 1990s. I was five years old when that truck came out. Oh shoot! Oh my god! <laughs> I wasn't even thought of. I think uh, 96. At that time, yeah. I was 96. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god! I was just as old as you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, I, but then look, I, I get jealous of your uh, the creature comforts of uh, your modernized, you know. Yeah, our rigs. And uh, what's crazy I don't is got no heated seats. I don't have <laughs> heated seats. Oh, yeah. just Patrick. Is yeah, the, the I pro. have all of the. But you have Apple CarPlay. I so. do have Apple. Oh, yeah. you don't? No, I don't. It sucks. It's. <gasps> It's fucking so Ew. stupid. It's so Ew. stupid. <laughs> Can't relate. Ugh. But you have JBL speakers. I don't I do. have JBL speakers. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've always, I was going to ask earlier what the difference, you know, okay, all the Tacoma fanboys are going to hate me because I don't know that much, but oh the differences okay. between the sport I looked and the, the, the at pros. everything, dude. So it the seems off-road, like they, yeah. yeah, they have the skid plate. They have the blacked out fender flares. They don't have the hood scoop. On the off-road, yeah, it has the multi-terrain select, which I found that not a lot of people really use that. It's a gimmick. So that's why I thought, okay, I don't need that. Another reason why to not spend the extra money for the off-road. 
The sport has like a sport tuned suspension. So it was the car salesman from what they say is that it's the smoothest, you know, on the street performance. I mean, I don't know how that that's really super correct, but then they had the JBL <clears throat> package, the full leather seats, moonroof, which you don't really need I your moonroof. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moonroof, uh, JBL speakers, leather seats, but that was like another thirty two hundred dollars just to get that package, and I was like, yeah, yeah it's not worth it. So, and then also you pay the premium of hey, we can mark it up because although MSRP says it's mm-hmm. X amount for yeah. this package, guess what? You're going to pay more for uh, the markup because of availability, mm-hmm. and I, I paid that premium. I paid that overland tax. Oh <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, um, also, um, I have a rear locker. I don't think you have a rear locker. Yeah, I do not the, have that. The, the locker is yeah. really nice. The locker mm-hmm. is really nice. But yeah, I've ridden in, in Katie's Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> went to Lake Casita, so we were looking for campsites. Oh, yeah. okay, scouting and, out. And it it's a great truck. It's yeah. built differently than mine is. Of course, it's got a lot less weight on it. Mm-hmm. And um, she did her build completely different than mine, mm-hmm. which is great because Tacomas are, you know, they're Legos for Yeah, very versatile. For the over, you can kind of the build them any way, build them out any way you want. They're ambiguous. That's yeah. the best way I would mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. Yeah. But you, if I could go back in time, I mean... It's so great that you bought the you saved that money because guess what you're gonna change your rims in time. Oh, rims mm-hmm. rim sets different. Yeah, I say you have a different mm-hmm. yeah. Oh rim yeah. Set. yeah. The mm-hmm. you're gonna change your rims. You're gonna change your suspension. You're probably gonna add your own underskid protection if you want mm-hmm. that. Um, well, that's what a lot of people say. Like, don't spend all that money on the even like on yours the the pro because you're gonna end up replacing it all anyways. Like you want a new mm-hmm. lift for yours already. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, because I'm actually gonna do it this week. I'm, I oh, got, you already? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, CV Built um, has a set of Icon rear leaves oh. for sale. So it's gonna do a, with 600 pounds in the, in the rear, it adds a 1.5 inch lift. But with nothing in the rear, it adds like I think a two point three quarter inch. Well, we know you but, got n- don't have nothing in the rear. Yeah, of your I, know, truck. I know I don't have it, but I'm I'm probably, <laughs> probably I'm probably pushing more than. 600. I would say you're pushing that six hundred. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a <laughs> Home it's a, Depot, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's You've been listening. <laughs> I've been listening to yeah. this podcast. Yeah. So Home Depot, and I got I got a ton of stuff on there, and I want to do a, a rear steel bumper. So, but it's it's a good thing in the meantime. Well, your steel like. Or is your, it's not a steel bumper on the back of those. No, it's not. Okay. It's, I have a stock factory bumper, so. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I know back in the day, they all the stock bumpers were steel, and they're all plastic now. Yeah, so literally, it, mine's all plastic. Yeah, yeah. And um, Katie, our first camping trip at Lake Casitas, mm-hmm. we ended up, I thought it was, you've, you've yeah. listened to the podcast, and mm-hmm. you, you, it was a little awkward. Um, <laughs> but we had camped with somebody who was unfamiliar with camping, right? It was his yeah. actually his first time out there. I'm oh, not going to okay. name drop him or yeah, anything yeah. like that, but he had he had a Tacoma, so he fit in with us. Getting into it. Know? All right. Um, what is your camping experience? Because I know you hike a lot. Yeah, I would say what mm-hmm. what kind of a background did you have before? Because you said you just bought your truck and you knew right off the bat you wanted it for overnight for, for camping. Mm-hmm. If you prior to that, were you into camping and such? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've been to Yosemite, Zion, the Redwoods in Northern California. I've Beautiful. been to yeah. Bryce. I've been to just exploring and <clears throat> camping at different places. Um, and also the ocean. My, my family has a boat, so we do a lot oh, of like cool. ocean stuff. So yeah. So I get like the yin-yang. And so I'm always trying to be outside and I always camp. I have a hammock. And so I've slept in my hammock in Yosemite. 
Bryce and Zion like under the trees and stuff. So oh, cool. and so I'm I'm very you gotta talk Patrick into liking hammocks again. Oh, I don't. Why? I, I carry. I have, I, I have a hammock just in case I want to take a nice Instagram photo and then hate my my lumbar support, but um, <laughs> or lack thereof of lumbar support. Yeah. It's uh, very comfy. You don't think so? I I cannot sleep. I can hang out in a hammock mm-hmm. just fine. I cannot sleep in a hammock. I just can't. Really? Yeah. Eric, Eric was trying to convince him of it too. Really? Yeah. I think it's very comfortable. I've slept in all these places in just my hammock and sleeping bag. And yeah. I find it very comfortable. So we'll have to figure out what hammock you're using. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference in hammocks. I thought it was yeah. just a piece of cloth slung oh. between two rigid items. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, hammocks are very useful. And I've actually been in one that has broke the strap. Oh, you're in it. I was with someone in it. And we were in Lake Bu- Buena Vista Lake, which is over in Bakersfield. Okay. We were chilling in a hammock. And, they, and we'd had the hammock for a while. And the straps for at least oh, a year okay. and a half. So they were all sun bleached and cracked yeah. already. Yeah. But so we were sitting in there watching the sunset and it just went snap. <laughs> and thank goodness I landed on the individual. Like they broke my fall, but I felt bad for the individual. Sucked for them, but yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. We, I think it's a sign that you, uh, you're you not with that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm but, out. <laughs> but yeah, so hammock straps are important and the mm-hmm. quality of the hammock is also important. So, and the size of it. You know, yeah. you don't want a single one. You want like a double one. Okay. Check the weight limit on it. Yeah, yeah the weight limit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the weight limit would really apply to me, but same, same featherweight. But now, how is your sleeping arrangement set up in your in your Tacoma? Because I I know, but for the mm-hmm. listeners, so if anybody doesn't know, so I was so when I got the truck, I was fitting that aesthetic of wanting a roof rack and a or a bed rack and then a rooftop tent that mm. was my original goal was to get that and I didn't know what tent and I was kind of looking around but then I was doing more research and I thought well what if I got a truck cap you know I'm a single female girl who does mostly single or solo adventures so I figured well if I'm in the middle of nowhere and I'm in a, a rooftop tent and something happens what do I do? You know, am I going to jump out of my rooftop tent or am I kind of just stuck up? A, up um, You're a little more obvious the up there, too. You're more yeah. stealth. As mm-hmm. Eric put it, and he does the same idea with his forerunner. Mm-hmm. He likes, he's like, I can park in uh, parking garages and nobody knows I'm sleeping in there. Yeah. You know? was, yeah. And, you know, so I was thinking about that. And then weather was a factor, too, is, hey, you know, what if it's raining? What if it's snowing? What if it's windy? I hate being in a, in a ground tent and that Ugh. happens. And so I was thinking, well... <laughs> You know, if I got the truck cap, then I've seen people build a bed platform so it sits, you know, a couple inches off the bed of the truck and then you can have space for storage containers. Because I also didn't like that the bed of my truck is exposed, that I could throw things in there and then have to lock it up. Yeah, and people just reach like in. Like, you would know that so. from when we went to yeah. Walmart. And, yeah. you know, you were, like, scared that someone was going to steal something <laughs> out of your truck. And me, I'm like, well, everything's all locked up. Yeah. So I went with the truck cap because I thought, well, you know what, I've... I can sleep in the rain, snow, wind, which I have done all those elements by myself and with the truck cap. And I wouldn't be able to do that in a rooftop tent. Um, So, yeah, I have that. So I have the truck cap and then I have a roof rack for it. I have double Prince racks for my surfboard and kayak. And then me and my grandpa built a bed platform that sits in the bed of my truck about seven inches off the bed. So and then that's just made out of three inch quarter plywood and we carpeted it. And then I have a total of four <laughs> and a quarter inches of memory foam. I was say, yeah, you got to stick mattress yeah. in yeah. there. Well, that was <laughs> a lot comfy. of trial yeah. and error. That was oh, a okay. lot. So yeah. 
I slept outside my house for like a week because I wanted to make sure because I did a week long trip by myself in February. Um, exploring Utah and stuff. So I wanted to make sure that I was going to have a good night's rest. So you would sleep in your truck in your driveway, essentially? Yes, in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it still counts as camping. It's camping. It's camping. It's camping. <laughs> I've done it several times after because yeah. if I'm that desperate to want to be outside, I'll sleep in outside my house. There you go. Oh, my man. neighbors think I'm insane. Because okay, <laughs> they see me crawling out of there at like, like 3 a.m. to yeah. go to work. So... <laughs> But so um, the first time I slept in my truck was in Joshua Tree, and I had no memory foam pad, no nothing. Uh, it was just rough. the carpeted plywood and my sleeping bag. Yikes. It was, I had so to do that sore. for two nights, yeah. and uh. my back hated me. But then, so right when I got home and I knew I was doing my trip, I, I slept outside with an inch foam, and that wasn't enough. Yeah. And then I bought the three-inch gel foam. And it's weird, because the bed of the truck isn't a queen it's not a twin it's like in between the two yeah an off size so i like bought the queen size and i kind of cut it and maneuvered it to fit in my truck yeah Yeah. and i put a little fitted sheet because it got all dirty and stuff and i like things to be nice and clean so yeah so yeah and then i have my sleeping bag on top of that so um i sleep diagonally because i'm five eight and the bed of the truck is only five feet so if i sleep diagonally then i can fit pretty comfortably Hmm. um and yeah, I have a string of roof, of rope lights inside, and it's brighter than heck. So I only do it for very small yeah. amounts of time. But. For Instagram photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Instagram that lighting. Photo. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get that cute lighting. <laughs> I love my lighting for Instagram photos and for ambient lighting. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just nice. It's just yeah. a nice vibe, yeah. you know. So feels like home. It feel it does, but not like you know. So, yeah. but I've slept in my truck and in my work parking lot. I've slept in it. In parking lots and what's nice, nice to have about that option. It, you it's can. really nice. I slept in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, that was a little scary, but I did do that in Utah. I slept in the parking lot in Walmart, so I, I just like it because I literally can just crawl in the back and sleep. Yeah, you get tired, just pull over somewhere and mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, call it a night. Boom. <laughs> yeah, Eric is totally gonna. He's gonna be like, dude, I told you guys that's, that's everything. The way that's to everything go. that I've, I've told you guys before. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. You're, you're, ec- you're echoing uh, a previous conversation that we had with Eric completely, oh, really? perfectly. Yeah, really? um, same but, thoughts. Yeah. But you did touch on some things that I really want to dive into. Mm-hmm. Is you know, a your safety and security of your stuff and your persons, mm-hmm. and um, b. Uh, you know, camping in inclement weather and the variations in that, and also. C or three, I'm terrible at lists, um, <laughs> is getting that itch to camp and just being like, you know, forget it. I'm camping in, I'm camping in my driveway. Mm-hmm. That's it. I just don't want to be in my house. I want to experience my truck. And I've seen you do it so many times. <laughs> and I've seen you do it like be on, being on the edge of like, I want to camp, but I can't really go anywhere. So I'm, mm-hmm. guess what? I'm sleeping in, fr- in my truck in front of my house. Yeah. Yeah. And, Gas uh, prices are high. I don't want to drive anywhere. Don't want to yeah. drive to Lake Casitas, even though it's super close. But. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you kind of experienced something that me and Jared, we don't really experience is that kind of, that, that fear or that perception of, hey, like stranger danger. Mm-hmm. Like me and Jared, we're, you know, we're middle-aged dudes. Yeah. And uh, we carry firearms because that's kind of mm-hmm. what we do. Um, but yeah, we don't have that inherent stranger danger when it comes to camping and overlanding or like even just being on a jog in, or a hike in Zion where there's, oh oh, shit, there's this creepy guy, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever, somebody who wants to stop and talk to you. Um, so that hard shell gives you, gives you a, a feeling of safety and security, right? For sure. And I know you're working on your, your CCW right now Mm -hmm. and you also carry on the trail. So, Mm -hmm. um, like 
tell me about the uh, the decision making when it comes to that your safety and security when you're on on solo trips because there are there Gotta are be, yeah I, I, I can be sketchy <laughs> yeah there are there are yeah. some we do have female listeners and we do have um, a lot of op- apprehension when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, people getting into overlanding because hey like I'm a female or oh, hey I want make I want to make sure my wife feels safe or you know what your your daughter or I mean yeah your mm-hmm. little kiddo of hey things that me and Jared don't really think about because we're your typical male overlander. It's you not know? on your radar. Yeah, your daily exactly. Radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could just be I mean, literally anybody, any guy even, you know, could still be sketched, like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere and, yeah. Taking, yeah, exactly. Taking it a step further with, you know, just basic safety and security. Like, I work law enforcement. You guys know that. You mm-hmm. as listeners know that. And you guys know that. And I'm constantly sketched out, but I have the perception and the knowledge of, hey, if I need to get work done in protecting myself for the, from a, a person, or B, an animal, yeah, or, you know, C, you know, whatever whatever the unknown is, that fear in my head, I can take care of it, and I'll, I'm going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you deal with that? How do you, what do you feel on an everyday trip? Is it, has it gotten less over, over, over time since you've done it so many times, or what, what information? I know this is a lot of questions. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're writing this I'm, down. I'm, right? like, <laughs> I'm telepathically thinking about everything that you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so that's a good, you know, that's a good point because, you know, the average or, you know, men don't think about that extra, you know, concern when they're out and about. I mean, mm-hmm. most men don't, but I mean, still, you still think about, you know, what about this? Could someone come up to me or this and that, oh, you know? Yeah. So I did a week long trip by myself in February and I went to Utah and just explored all of Utah by myself for one week. That's cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I learned a lot about myself that yeah. I never would have thought yeah. like ever, ever. But knowing that I was going to be by myself was a little concerning. Um, and so I made sure I have a, a stun gun that I picked up in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's a good. little nice. thing. It's not like, but it's something. Something, yeah. I have a Benchmade pocket knife that's nice. obviously oh, blue, blue. Yeah. obviously. Gotta stay <laughs> <course>. on theme. <laughs> Gotta stay on theme. Yeah. I have an air horn. My dad said that an air horn would be very useful, so I have that. And yeah. then I have pepper spray, which I broke one. I slammed it on my door and it broke, so oh, I had to get a new one. Thank oh, God it didn't no. like explode. I was going to say, did it blow up on you? It would okay, be a little good. spicy. Yeah. <laughs> spicy taco. I've been taco. blessed with that spice. It's not very fun. No. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so... I have all these, you know, items and when I was in like my first my first night leaving from my house and I made it to just outside of Las Vegas in Mesquite, Nevada and I stayed in a Walmart parking lot there. I parked in the front of the Walmart and was there and there was some very sketchy people that yeah, kept walking up to my truck. Yeah. And they're looking inside of it and I'm sitting there with all my stuff just yeah. laid out and I was like, you know, this isn't safe, you know, and <laughs> if I had, you know, a firearm or something, I think I would feel more comfortable being by myself, yeah. you know, and, and so I, I just stuck it out the whole night and then left first thing in the morning. But and then when I was in Goblin Valley, which is eastern Utah, um, you know, I it was me out of the whole entire park and there was one other person. Oh, wow, oh, man. Me and one other person like that were staying in the park. Yeah. And of course, we were, we got sites right next to each other. Oh, yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> what are the chances of that? And, and I'm not saying it's of like, course. yeah, and I'm not saying like any stereotype or anything like that, but he had this, he fit the white, pers- or the, the uh, description of like 
a white creeper yeah, like either. van, like the the white vans that are really tall yeah, and like yeah, old yeah. fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this looks like fr- something from like Lovely Bones or like some <laughs> scary movie. And I got all freaked out. But yeah, and you know, I was thinking, you know, I had a rough day during that trip, and that was that day. And you know, and then I found out that I drove. I ended up driving around the park to try and find service because I was just freaking out and I didn't know like what to do. And so I wanted to talk to someone. And then he ended up driving up and parking right next to me. And so that's oh, when I just drove off. And I was like, dang, if I, had, if I had a firearm, you know, like I feel more comfortable and more secure. And I yeah. stopped at a gas station too. And it was in the middle of nowhere. And I went to go pay. And at the gas station, you had to pay inside. Oh, man. And I was like, really? And so it was like a hole in the cave type thing. And that's where the gas station was. And I didn't see another soul for a couple hundred miles. Like there was a... Yeah. It was me and this one person on the gas station. And so, you know, I had my stun gun in one pocket, my, <laughs> pocket ready to go. my pepper spray and everything. And I was like, dang, you know, like I would feel so much more at ease, you know, whether I'm hiking or camping if I had a firearm. And so I was able to acquire one and I have one now and I'm working on the CCW and I feel like it will just give me that much more sense of security and more badass you know because yeah. i just don't feel like, like don't mess with me like because <laughs> yeah. i fit like i mean i'm a smaller female you know i could be just uh perceived as you know easier to take Easy advantage target, of yeah. Yeah. yeah and so but if i am having my CCW, confidence yeah and... i'll have that confidence to not really worry about you know those outside factors and, yeah because yeah everything i do is by myself my hiking my camping and stuff and so it would just feel a lot better if i had that extra sense of security. Oh yeah. Besides yeah. my Benchmade knife, which yeah. blue maybe it's more like you know distracting. I don't know. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's a it's a lethal option, just just like anything else. And hey, it's a it's you a tool. Pick up your, tool in your, your tool belt. If you had to, you're yeah, cast exactly. iron. If it comes down to it, you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna get work done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, I forgot that Ben got rolled up on in the middle of the night by those two drunk guys on the mountain. What? Yeah. The remember the diesel truck. Where um, he was, it was his first solo ex- experience where he was uh, he was soloing. Yeah. And oh, then, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Then the big diesel truck with the music, and they were drunk. And yeah. Yeah. Situation. Is See, bad. And, yeah. Being Ben, you know, he's a big guy, so you know, not obviously much of a threat, and you know, he carries and all that silly stuff. But yeah, you know, it's for, big, for big a, burly boy. Yeah. Yeah. BBB. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, for a, a female or you know, or somebody even a smaller stature, you yeah, know, it would be pretty nerve wracking having yeah. all that show up. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've been rolled up in the middle of the night. I don't know if I I ever told you this story. Was um, I got rolled up in? It was my first ever trip with my truck. I camped out of my hunting tent, and um, it was at, at the abandoned mine. At, at an abandoned mine at a uh, Christmas tree lane where we used oh, to shoot. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's and a, there's uh, a mine out there. In our... Yep. Mm-hmm. I did a YouTube video on it. Super sketchy. How far dude. back is it? So you drive past, like right when you come into there, there's the like that shooting range, mm-hmm. the, the legal the, shooting range. The, uh, there's the depends on which direction yeah, you're coming from, I guess. Yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll I'll send we'll, you the we'll, link to the yeah. video. Oh, uh, can you send me too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about that little technical difficulty. Uh, me and Jared were kind of shooting. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Yeah, shooting, <laughs> shooting it on the uh, the live stream. If you want to see any of this stuff happen when it uh, unfiltered on anything, check us out on Facebook. Um, it's the Average Overlanders, and then all of these all these podcasts are pretty much videos on demand because we run we run it as an archive, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Katie, as you were saying, you have all of these tools, and they're 
they're tools that <clears throat> I well they're my work tools essentially mm-hmm. everything that I would carry on my belt you carry on you when you're camping they're accessories for you yeah you know. and they're I mean they're a necessity for both of us mm-hmm. <laughs> technically yeah um, but I also have my truck outfitted uh, to have all of those things. You just don't carry a detainment device. So <laughs> I, I carry flex cuffs or handcuffs mm-hmm. or well, handcuffs at work, flex cuffs in my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're on the way to, to thinking about that safety and your own safety and the safety of others. But it's something that normal overlanders don't really think about. Really? Yeah. Well, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. like if I would go to um, some of the guys in, 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 you know, my crew or, or from even from Temecula Overland, uh, they wouldn't have a firearm with them. They wouldn't have a, you know, flex cuffs or mace mm-hmm. or a, a conductive energy weapon. Um, they just wouldn't do that. But I'm I'm glad to hear that you're taking your safety as your number one priority because mm-hmm. that's how it is. Like, mm-hmm. no one prioritizes your safety more than you. Mm-hmm. And I used to be a firearm salesman and people would... Uh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, people would say like, "Well, why do you? Why people would come in and kind of rustle feathers and say, why do you need a gun? Why do you need this?'" And I'm, I'd tell them exactly that. No one prioritizes your safety more than you. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If somebody wants to to do harm to you or something else, the easiest way to stop that threat and the most efficient way to stop that threat is with uh, a tiny little rock that travels mm-hmm. very fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a pod, that's a podcast in itself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when it when it comes to your safety and security i am so happy to hear that you you're protecting yourself thank you and you're you're making yourself a hardened target mm-hmm. because guess what we're all targets yeah. all the shit so that we have you are, all yeah. the shit that we have on our trucks people see it and they're like oh dude that guy's got money mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like even little do they know you saw me sketched out <laughs> in walmart when we first met and uh you're i was like hey i gotta get back to my truck like it was the sketchiest walmart that i've it ever is. been in dude. i go there <laughs> I That's saying a lot. <laughs> I go to Walmart pretty frequently. I'm always walking around the camping aisle, and I always look for something that I need. You right, know, right. like I could use this. I could use that. But yeah, this yes, that Walmart that we were at was a little bit sketchy. I just felt like it was the closest and most convenient for yeah. us to meet. But obviously, it was a little sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> like every time I go anywhere, though, like when we're coming back from a trip, you know, we stop at our Wendy's to get mm-hmm. our spicy nuggets, and yeah, like it's. All the time, if we're going inside, I'm like, well, we somebody, gotta park somewhere. Yeah, who's sitting with yeah. the trucks? Or we, yeah. we gotta park in front of the windows so we mm-hmm. can see them. Like, yeah, you always have that in the back of your head that you know, yeah, jack your shit. For, for somebody who knows what an overland rig looks like, and they're they're easy to spot. Obviously, you can, you can look at it. Or even like, well, yours, the Katie's is pretty stealthy. Yeah, yeah, I like you, the more stealth. Yeah, yeah. you do for have me. a very stealth truck. Mm-hmm. Um, but for most of us, especially most of us in our group, like we have high lifts that are visible yeah we so have, we just threw we up shovel. camping all over our trucks and yeah <laughs> it's very exposed yeah to the environment. We, have, we have shovels axes you yeah. know recovery boards gas tanks pelican cases or knockoff pelican cases in our case yeah in our case yeah <laughs> oh, oh you guys are learning you're picking up on it yeah you're, you're rubbing off on me Katie. <laughs> um, but yeah it's just we're, we become targets of our own accord and it's a status symbol to have all of your mm-hmm. having sense, camp yeah. thrown up on your on your rig um, and it's just, I don't know. It's just a matter of time. And I know there's, there's probably someone out there who's been ripped off because oh, of, I've been ripped off plenty of times. Really? Yeah. It just sucks. Man. Oh yeah. There's a special place in hell for thieves. Oh yeah. I, you know, we work I hard. I believe in karma. Yeah. People work yeah. hard for the stuff they have, you know, mm-hmm. and somebody wants it for free. Yeah. People always want crap for free. It's, 
so frustrating. Because <laughs> guess, guess what? We work, we put 99% mm-hmm. of our stuff into savings so we can afford to, yeah. to do things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We cut, we eat ramen and P&J oh, yeah. and Starbucks, our free Starbucks already and yeah. lived off that, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We still have to do our wife swap. Yeah, we, we I, I actually told... do that. Okay, by wife swap, I don't mean like, hey, <laughs> yeah, significant are, other... Yeah, people creepy, trust us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sw- swapping rigs and seeing how the other half lives. And yeah. I want to do it with Jared so bad. <laughs> hey, I'm down. <laughs> Jared's, Jared's like, yeah, dude, take... I will gladly take your 2019 TRD Tacoma. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the wife swap is, is oh, man, it would be great to do. Especially on like a long trip. Have, have you ever tried like a rooftop tent? No, I've like sat in it, but for like three and a half yeah, seconds. Like, yeah, like, this is oh, nice. cute. Yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah, no, I would love just to, to try it out. Yeah, just to try it out. And also with the wife swap, it's it's a great idea for you guys to or you guys as the listener to know the people that you go with often. Because guess what? I know I know how Jared sets up his his setup. I know how I set up mine. And Katie, yours is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. You know, pop, open the hatch. Pop, open the hatch. Crawl hop in. in. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically but, it. But like where all the little odds and ends go, like mm-hmm. your stove and stuff like that. And if you go with a lot of people very frequently, um, like Jared and I go, you pick up on, hey, what does he have? How does he do it? What does he prioritize yeah. his setup with? And, you know, in a worst case scenario, I'm always thinking of worst case scenarios. If if I need Jared to, to pack up my camp, can he do it? And yeah. if I need to pack up or if mm. I need to pack up or set up Jared's, you know, his his rig, can I do it? Mm-hmm. And also it's it would be nice to see like, oh, shit, to be grateful for what I have mm-hmm. or to yeah. also wish and want and want to yeah, adapt. Appreciate different. Yeah. To, to adapt my rig to to do something that he's done. Um, and that goes with with time and experience. We've talked about it before with, uh, I can't remember what podcast it was, but um, going and seeing something for the first time and being like, hey, I got to add this or incorporate it. I think into that's my- when we were talking about, like, kind of like, we can go to, like, those rigs and brews, kind of mm-hmm. meetups and stuff like that. And, like, you can see all the different, you know, styles of everybody else. You know, like, I'm going to steal that idea because that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm totally down for a wife swap. So but you gotta fun. be you gotta be gentle with my girl because she's she's got some quirks to her. She's 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 getting <laughs> she's getting a little older. She's three years old. I have a woman's touch. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure. she's probably more I'll gentle take. than you would be on it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I kind of bash the old girl mm. now that I think about it, especially for how she's put on some weight over the years. Who <laughs> <laughs> fault of that? <laughs> <laughs> I treat her nice. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, the wife swap is something that I'm totally totally into. That'd be um, awesome. So, how many trips do you think you've done solo since you've gotten your your rig? Gosh, oh my gosh, I don't even, I'm trying to think. I mean, I did like a little compilation type video on my TikTok. That was like my most recent one because I just felt inspired by this Alan Watts like quotes and I combined a whole bunch of my videos of me going on trips. And Oh, cool. And I don't know how many of them, only like two or three of them were with one other person at least. But I think I've gone on maybe 10 solo. Maybe. That's maybe. awesome. Maybe. Yeah. In like so. nine months, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, I've had the truck for October 28th. I think a little over seven months. And I just hit okay. 16,000 miles. Yeah. Dude, you're balling. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm living the Toyota uh, mission statement let's go places yeah i would you say to- that you totally are 100 <laughs> percent. and man i have to applaud you on that because you've you've like i think about it with my project all the time is 
we're both in the same situation now. We've mm-hmm. camped more times than some people will camp in their entire lives. That's true. Within the last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like more than once a month that you've gone already. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And some people will never solo camp because A, fear, and mm-hmm. B, thinking that they, hey, they have a bunch of stuff that they need to handle first mm-hmm. before they're, they're ready to go camp. Mm-hmm. And, um, or overlanding. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. This is kind of a question that I usually ask at the very beginning. <clears throat> no. Uh, it, it, I'm going to modify it this time. Okay. But if you were to explain to somebody um, overlanding who has no idea what it is, how would you explain it to them? Oh, that's such a hard question. Because I feel like, again, it's an ambiguous question. Very much so. I think, the am- or I think the overlanding is very ambiguous. So I would feel like for my interpretation, it's, you know, getting outside of your house, sleeping in a place that you are not familiar with or a place that's anywhere but your home and the the improvising between food comfort you know um vibes and i don't know i'm trying to think and taking your vehicle with you like you know vehicle based vehicle based camping in a place that you wouldn't camp anywhere else i don't know that's what i feel like i'm trying to think i don't i don't feel like i fit the overlanding like what? genre community because it's very like i feel like i'm like not there yet you know like i don't have all the cool bells and whistles well that's what a lot else. of people say like oh, i can't do it until i have all these cool bells and whistles mm-hmm. but you're doing it more so than some of these people with all those bells and whistles yeah, yeah see, that's like, true everything on their truck and they'll maybe go once a year if that yeah. and like no. that rooftop meme that was really famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a rooftop a roo- tent that's on the roof and you'll use it like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, you you definitely exemplify that 100% the uh, overlanding yeah, motto. And you, you exemplify the spirit of it. Yeah. Which is, which, I mean, your truck is, your, I'm going to tell you what, your truck is badass. Stop it's, it. it's, a, it's a badass truck. <laughs> Very cool. It still has a long way to go in terms of what the stuff that we talked about. There's always something to do. Yeah. yeah. But that that's a long road that you're going to go on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you the same thing that Jeff told me is, you know, it doesn't have to happen all at once. Mm-hmm. And that's half the fun, the, the journey. Like, I almost enjoy the build process of getting my vehicle <laughs> to a certain point. Mm-hmm. you know as much as i do using it yeah yeah it's the chase it's the pursuit mm-hmm. oh and uh something before i forget you mentioned a term that nobody else has mentioned before on this podca- podcast and that's improvising improvise yeah, yeah. i love that word yeah. because like, word. Yeah. i love it because it's i feel like i utilize that verb <laughs> very often in yeah. all sorts of aspects of life like you know oh, so yeah. whether it's camping you know whether it's you know work or life situations you know and I just always try to improvise. If there's nothing for me there, then I'm going to make the best of it and configure how I can to conquer a goal or yeah, do something. Adapt and overcome whatever situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, that's so awesome. I, just, I, dig, <laughs> it, I dig it so much. Um, oh, back to uh, camper shells. Sorry to, to circle back. No, I hate okay. to say it. Circle back. I, I wanted to get a camper shell so bad in Voodoo Blue, but it, I couldn't find anybody who could, really? could do that color in hmm. in a timely fashion. I think there was like an eight month wait. How long did you wait for your? You have an ARE, right? Mine no, is actually Lear. 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 So yeah. okay. I'm very. Uh, if I'm interested in something, I'm going to do as many YouTube videos, as much research, as much price changing differences and oh, stuff. Yeah. So there's ARE, there's Snug Top, there's Lear, and then there's another one. I forgot the name of it, but I was looking at all of them, and then. I figured out I wanted the Lear because it was the most aesthetically pleasing and just fit my, mm, what okay. I wanted, you know, yeah, my, the yeah. style I was yeah. looking for. And so I, 
was looking for it, I think in December. I think it was in December. Um, but you can look up Lear dealers, kind of like a car dealer, but mm-hmm. Lear dealers. Yeah, yeah. And so I looked at a local one, and they were awesome. And the, I told them, hey, you know, I'm looking at a Lear truck cap, and they have different styles of those, too. Yeah, like yep. rated, so you can mm-hmm. put weight on the mm-hmm. roof and mm-hmm. stuff, because you do have, like, the, the Prince Du rack up top, right? Yeah. yeah, so the one that I chose is the Lear 100XR. And I paid extra for the the roof rack. They they basically the drill yeah the channels and stuff like that. And then mine came color matched, and it came with yep. tinted windows already. Oh, that's cool. carpet ceiling, LED dome light, and the install and tax. And it was two thousand five hundred eighty dollars. And I would get it in four to six weeks, and I got it in exactly four weeks. Wow! It's, and it was during covid yeah. you know holiday and they were like hey you know it's gonna take four to six weeks i got it exactly four weeks that's actually a good turnaround time yeah <laughs> get that's all amazing yeah. i know and yeah and i got it, it and it's an exact product that you wanted and mm-hmm. <sighs> and yeah i d- i have actually convinced a handful not a whole bunch but a handful of people to go camper shell route instead of bed rack and rooftop tent yeah. i mean i've slept in that truck or in the my truck cap through the wind snow rain and and sleet and everything and it's outlasted I, nothing that a rooftop tent could do i've done it <coughs> you've done it yeah i've, I've have? yeah i've done ra- oh rain. you did have mm-hmm. do rain it it oh, was I've done a, the, yeah, the rain the snow all of it and the it rooftop. is it is different it mm-hmm. for those of you who have never camped in any of those elements because hey you know some people don't have that experience yeah. mm-hmm. it can be very uncomfortable <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i don't <laughs> like say the, the flapping very, in the wind yeah to say the very least it can be very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and also with snow snow gets heavy and mm-hmm. that's something that happened on uh um on one of my trips is, hey, you got to make sure that you, yeah. you push all that Constantly snow off. Whap, mm-hmm. you know, smacking the snow off the top. Yeah. Yeah. And snow acts as an insulator. So guess what? You're going to also get condensation inside of your tent. And guess what? If it's snowing, <laughs> that condensation begins to freeze. And yep. so it is a, it's a recipe for it disaster. Won't be cool. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Katie. Stop. Um, I'll freeze. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it is, it is something that two, two grand plus is a lot of money, but it, guess what? It's mm-hmm. a, it's a forever item for the mm-hmm. life of your truck. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think they're warrantied for seven or 10 years or something ridiculous. They have a pretty good warranty on things. Like there's some little things about the, w- the window, like the, the window well, channels and yeah, stuff like, like that. that thing broke my first weekend that I took oh, wow. oh yeah your your inside <laughs> pole videoed, latch yeah like I videoed like you know my first night in my <laughs> truck cap <laughs> and I was filming it and I pulled the latch away clink and the thing just went <laughs> it just it totally broke like the wiring and so I took it in and I said hey like I've only had it Yo. for and then they were like that's not supposed to happen so they redid really? everything yeah. for me and it only took like 15 minutes but it no. scared the heck out of yeah, me I was I like know. I just spent $2,580 yeah, on this, this? Yeah. But um it's been the greatest mod to my truck. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of mods. I have plenty of goals for the truck that I'm working slowly to save and acquire so that I can afford those um big mods, but it's been my favorite mod yeah. for my truck. And it's like the only mod, but it's you a know. Big one. Yeah. No, it's a yeah, super it's, it's a huge it's significant. Investment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Everything is is centered around that 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 truck cap. Mm-hmm. It's your sleep system, it's your cooking system, it's your storage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's lockable, it's secure, it's your, your anchor in terms mm-hmm. of your safety and security. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's something that I wouldn't think of because guess what? If some homeboy decides to cut my tent open while I'm inside it, he's going to get one. He's going to get a fucking, he's going to die. <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah. He's going to get blown away. Yeah. yeah, but, 
your your truck cap makes it a, a hardened target because guess mm-hmm. what it's it's hard on all sides yeah, it has closable lockable one, windows I'm not mess with it. lockable mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. and guess what you can have you can have all sorts of like I have a lot of gear and the reason why I wanted to truck period is because I'm a gear guy I like to mm-hmm. go outdoors I like to shoot I like to hunt I like to do all that stuff but all of that stuff all that storage space is completely accessible with an open top cap or uh, open top truck bed somebody mm-hmm. can reach in take my $200 Nemo uh, stargazer reclining hammock chair type situation <laughs> and be like, hey, dude, thanks, man. Um, Come up and... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it sucks. But um, hearing your experience with your, your truck cap echoing the same thing that Eric uh, was saying, um, it makes me kind of want to consider maybe thinking that I might have made a bad idea. But See, when I was... I was like kind of in the market, like wanting a, a pickup truck just so I mm-hmm. could have a, like you guys that can store so much more, you know, stuff in there. And, mm-hmm. and I was liking, originally went with, like you said, the bed rack idea, like mm-hmm. Patrick's setup. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of like seem, you know, conclusion that like, I didn't want people being able to just reach in, grab mm-hmm. stuff. And I wasn't going to sleep in it, but I figured it was more safe and secure. And then if I had, you know, for bring my dog, dog can sleep in there and I could still, you know, put a tent on top or something like that. Yeah. Did you, did you know you wanted to do a truck cap from the beginning? Well, yeah. Like originally I wanted to do a bed rack and rooftop. Okay. Type. Gotcha. And then I missed that. And then I through trial and error and looking at the prices too for a bed rack and rooftop tent are just <clears> like, <throat> and it's canvas material depending on what you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, canvas material sitting in the sun all, you know, 365 days a year and, you know, flapping in the wind and in the bed rack and adding more weight and this and that. The truck cap is pretty light. I think it's only like, a hundred something pounds and it's evenly distributed yeah. it's evenly des- distributed it's des- designed to do that mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. and i'm very impressed with it and i also like the retro i'm very i feel like okay this is kind of like cliche but i feel like <laughs> i'm a i was born in the wrong generation like uh, i like the 50s 60 vibes and like i don't know just the truck cap reminds me of the retro old-fashioned old vibes old school of, uh, yeah. and so i liked the way that the truck cap looked more too not not just for a looking perspective but more functionality i could do more with the truck cap compared to the bed rack and rooftop tent because you yeah like you said you have a lot of stuff in the bed of your truck mine and you know i don't i have everything in the bed of the truck and then you know all of our storage spaces in the truck it's just a closet it's literally because i literally because i go to my dad's house my mom's house i'm camping i'm going to the beach i'm going hiking i'm going to the gym and so i literally just stuff like clothes all in my storage areas yeah <laughs> so yeah that's what nice. i do yeah so i love the truck cap totally highly recommend over a bed rack and rooftop tent do you have any problems with condensation because you've slept in it you, yes you do have problems you, you i did at the beginning head. and then i opened up i just slide the windows open yeah, okay. crack them open yeah because it has, a screen. It has yeah. a screen yeah. so but when i was in zion <laughs> on my week-long trip um, it snowed and rained there and, um, nothing like to stick or anything like that, but I had to, I had to have it closed and it sucked because I woke up and it was like a steamy, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was frozen, you know, yeah. So, yeah. so that's the only sucky thing. But otherwise, like I just open the sliders just like a little bit, just a couple inches. Like if I'm a little sketched out, then I'll just do it just a couple just inches to get that airflow yeah. or the front of the truck cap you know how it connects to the window yeah oh, i'll open that yeah. because nice. it's got a couple inches of space and then yeah. if i'm really sketched out i'll leave the my truck the back window open 
and then I'll leave my window open for the truck cap so that if I needed to, you just crawl right I in. I just crawl right through. Yeah, mm-hmm. start yeah. her up and you're gone. Because I can't. I'll have to be like, <laughs> and yeah. then yeah. like crawl. Hold out. on, yeah, yeah, hold on, <laughs> and then run around and get in my truck. But otherwise, I can just crawl right through, and it's very efficient. I haven't done that. Knock on wood, but have you ever had to, or have you ever used a uh, a heater in inside your truck cap? Actually, no, no, I have never really? used a heater. I have a Marmot mm, zero degree bag, nice, and that's the only thing that I use. And um, on my week long trip, the highest it got was like thirty eight degrees, and was so the highest. was the highest <laughs> for one week. I've never the been highest. so cold in my entire life during that trip. There was a couple times where I had to get into my truck and turn on the heater because my toes and my fingers were so (laughs) cold. I was going to have to call the tow truck on my toes. Like, they were pretty, they were pretty, they were totally cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, it was pretty cold, but I can tell you that by 7 p.m., I was already in my truck, like, in my sleeping bag, like, trying to go to sleep because I just didn't even want, I mean, even with a fire every night, except for two nights. I had two lighters break on me. That's when you know you have bad luck. Yeah. And so I didn't bring matches. So the next day, you know, I bought 300 matches. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, by 7 p.m. every night, I was in my truck already, Mm -hmm. like trying to go to sleep because I didn't want to be outside because it was so cold. And every night, like my truck was frozen when I woke up and my five gallon water jug had ice in it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but my Marmot sleeping bag, great. I have some wool socks that I bought from Walmart that I usually slip on. Yeah. And some sweats, and then I have a fleece, like a fleece throw that I throw into my sleeping bag. And nice. I'm comfy. I've never used yeah. a heater. I don't plan on it. But I, yeah, I mean, understand that people survive, like it. Yeah, if you survive through that, that's uh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, if I can survive that, I think I can survive, you know, so I don't need a heater. But I value people that do like those. Like, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like, you were showing me yours, I think, when we were in Casitas. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty nice, you know. It is a creature comfort, uh, but it also is not reliable. So really, oh, yeah. Didn't you have it not work one night? Yeah, I, a couple snow? a couple of nights I've had it not work, and it's been the most fr- like because I I drink when I'm in camp, and who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I drink and I eat well. So yeah. the when you want to go to sleep and you're like. I have to do this problem solving when I'm drunk and, and full and tired. Oh, yeah, like, so and now I'm cold. Like this is this is stupid. Why am I doing Not this? Not happening. I just want to throw this two hundred dollar heater out of my tent. Mm. Um, but yeah, but when it works, it's awesome. Really, like oh. literally sleep in. You know, a t shirt and shorts, or just shorts, or mm. you know, under underpants, whatever, um, whatever the situation is, whatever I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, that heater can add a, a ton of. A ton of comfort, but it's also another cog in the machine. Yeah. And we're thinking of amenities right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <sighs> hygiene. We talked about it during your rig walk around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, me and Jared, you know, we're of the mindset of like, hey, you know, we both have water storage on our, our setup and we're both like, hey, you know, you don't really need to shower in camp. Um, yeah, it's, it's showering in camp is new to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you, that goes on the way back burner. It's yeah. not a high priority. No, yeah, not, not for me. It's a, it's a creature comfort for me, but it's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. However, um, Jared was also saying that for the first time he took a shower in camp because of Ben's yeah, setup. Ben made and uh, it, it, it changed your mindset, right? It's it's pretty amazing <laughs> just to be feel clean and some warm water and, oh, yeah. It resets you. It's yeah, great. It, it does. <laughs> it, it makes it. It makes it feel a little bit like home. Um, 
<laughs> Eric is saying showers are important if you uh, sleep next to a partner too. So yeah, <laughs> so they appreciate sober. it. Yeah, yeah, because I I might not smell bad to myself, but I don't think we've ever gotten to that situation where I'm like, Jared, you smell bad. We don't sleep together. God, that's <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but in I, camp, yeah, yeah, in camp, I've never gotten in the situation. Yeah, we've where I'm been like, pretty ripe for a few days out in the desert a couple times. Yeah, dude. Ooh, Maybe so I, we can't smell each other over, over our own stench. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't I, know. I'm just gonna tell you if I ever get to that point, you tell me. Hey, Patrick, you smell like a, a bag well, of... I, I bring my little, you know, dob kit. I bring my deodorant and mm-hmm. such and, you know, brush my teeth. Your, and... your chocolate axe that yeah. everybody uses. <laughs> oh, my Damn, gosh. she knows. <laughs> she, she knows I her know secret. I know yeah. <laughs> 60% of the time it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, for us, it's it's not one of those things that we, we think about or we honestly care about because guess what? Like, we're, we just don't have that... A well standard in our normal everyday lives, yeah. yeah and B, we're filthy. No. Yeah, we're, we're we're filthy. We're bachelors. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, what's that like? <laughs> but, yeah. but for for some of our listeners who want to take their partners along, or their female partners, or for um, mm-hmm. overlanders who prioritize hygiene, just want to be clean and care. Yeah. What are some of the things that um, that kind of help you out? Because okay. uh, we talked about in, in the driveway, we talked about hey, you know, you get. On a week-long trip, you get dirty, you get dusty, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're tracking that into your sleep system, mm-hmm. and then that gets dirty yeah, and dusty and smelly. And Even if you are, like you said, putting on clean clothes to go to bed, well, you're putting your yeah. dirty self into those clean clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So unlike you guys, which, which is different, you know, yeah, you guys don't, you don't prioritize shower. I take two showers a day. What? I take, I know. <laughs> Mind blown. I know. sure <laughs> the water bill would be? Yeah. I know. So I take very brief showers because my hair is a little shorter, but you know, so I take a shower at, I wake up at 2.30 a.m., usually like five to six days a week. Oh, wow. I go to work at 4 a.m. So I oh, yeah, start yeah. my day that and end my day. Life. Yeah. yeah. That barista life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but so I wake up, I take a shower. Right before I go to sleep, I take a shower. It's just something I do. Um, I don't like feeling dirty, you know, and then my week long trip when I was by myself, you know, camping, all the bathroom or like the showers were down because and closed of COVID, because yeah. of COVID. Oh, yeah. So I thought, okay, well I bought a $10, you know, solar shower from Walmart that I figured I could use. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, it's a PVC black bag that you fill with water and it has a, a gravity drip system. Mm-hmm. You hang it on something high yeah. and then you're supposed to let it absorb a heat from the rays of the sun mm-hmm. and then you shower with that. Right. Exactly. So that's what my I was like, okay. So I got to Zion, found out that the showers aren't there. So I was like, okay, like it's fine. Like I'll wait until I get to Goblin Valley, Eastern Utah. And they said that they had showers there. Oops. Um, so spent and during my week long trip I was hiking every day, a couple miles every day, and you know, getting stinky. So what helped me was um I would always put new clothes on before I went to sleep. And I know that's like Katie had to bring a lot of clothes. Yes, yeah. I did. So <laughs> I always a lot of wardrobe changes. Yeah, yes. like what if there's inclement weather? What if there's a fire? What if you know, I'm always just yeah. an overpacker. So I knew like I had like seven pairs of socks, seven <laughs> pairs of this, you know, hiking socks and stuff. Yeah. So I would always go to sleep with an extra pair of clothes, clean. Um, I always kept for girls, this doesn't really apply to guys, but like well, maybe you, like with your longer hair. Oh, I would oh put my, it... wait a minute. Jared, <laughs> time out. No. Okay, for those of you who have never seen Jared, he looks like Jesus. Okay? <laughs> he, he's got long hair, a long beard. Um, 
more of the uh, Forrest Gump on his. Uh, oh yeah, on his run. On his run, yeah, it's kind of Forrest the look Gump. Of, yeah, you know, Tom like, Hanks, a uh, Castaway vibes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's more yeah. of the look. <laughs> same color, same build. Exactly. Yeah, basically, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, like I would braid my hair. You know, I would. Um, there's like these wipes that I got, some like flushable like baby wipe things that I would kind of wipe my arms and legs because well, that's I'd how I used to take a shower just baby wipe shower yeah Yeah. lots of old spice um (laughs) (laughs) the deodorant okay so i've converted from women's deodorant to men's deodorant i was just about to say so old spice is everything um i like the smell of the muskier vibes of like the men's sense i know that's kind of weird that's why men wear them (laughs) yeah to attract women i guess i attract myself so so yeah i have um like a men's all you guys out there you know it works works. it is a thing but so i used copious amounts of deodorant and then um yeah just kept changing my clothes constantly because the last thing i want to do you're not really supposed to wash your sleeping bag Oh, Correct. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it mine's out of down too, so yeah, well, I'm not yeah, gonna. Definitely not, I'm not gonna yeah. wash that. So it's I actual just, down, right? Not synthetic down. Yeah, it's actual down. Yeah. So, um, um, you know, so I just would, you know, change my clothes, make sure my hair was constantly up because if it's if it's yeah. hanging out in the sun and the dirt and stuff like that when it's I'm hiking, nasty. it's just gonna it can, nasty. It acts as a net for garbage yep. and d- dirt and debris and. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I got to take a shower, so I had five days without a shower, and that's the longest I've ever gone. Like on a trip without a shower and so on my way back i ended up staying at uh, a las vegas hotel called the excalibur nice i mean it wasn't like any of the you know excalibur is excalibur but it was cheap it was 72 dollars whenever we go to a shot show we'd stay at the excalibur all week yeah it wasn't (laughs) bad cheap (laughs) i mean it took like an hour and a half to check in because of covid and this and that but i literally like i got there at like 7 p.m i brought like some of my beers and I in my double bag I like shoved them in there and so I like went up there took a shower and I didn't even go out like I didn't just go hit the strip just yeah I crashed. literally just yeah I showered oh I remember I did one of my little Q&A's like you know those oh, Q&A's yeah, yeah. on Instagram so ask I did me one anything of type of deals yeah and I had like a couple angry orchards and then I just slept but you know what it was the worst night's rest out of my whole entire trip really? wow I almost was gonna crawl back into my Go truck in the out. parking lot <laughs> or in the parking structure to sleep in there because the pillows they were like super oh, high oh yeah, yeah hotel yeah. beds are just suck but the shower it was a 72 dollar shower totally worth it yeah, <laughs> yeah back so there that way yeah. so yeah that kind of that kind of solves that question like you would pay 72 dollars for one shower for one shower yeah, yeah. and Test that kind of puts it to yeah. perspective of hey like water storage and a, a hot shower and you know in camp or when you're on a long trip it can be worth any amount, of, like seventy two dollars, when you look and you think about it, for me that's a lot of Big Macs. Say, that's, that's a, a lot of eight oh five. That's Starbucks. Uh, yeah, Starbucks. But for you know, half a tank of gas. For anyone, <laughs> when you put a monetary value to something like that, especially when you put in perspective that we all understand is overlanding and camping, like oh shit, like a seventy two dollars shower, that's not bad. That's what I'd pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, but also putting in perspective, you paid. Um, you spent that 72 bucks on a bed that you didn't enjoy. You had a terrible night's yeah. sleep. And uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things for, for people who are listening. Like, I hope that kind of solidifies it. Some of those amenities are worth the money mm-hmm. and they're worth it if they work. And yep, yep. I've gone through a ton of different shower setups. Like on my truck right now, as it stands, I have three different ways to take a shower. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hot shower. I have a solar shower. And then I have like just the normal like wash up. Like if, if I want to use the same 
thing that I use to clean my dishes, I can do that. Or I can, oh, actually a fourth way. If I want to hold a big jug over my head, I can do that. So technically that counts. All right, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold that five gallon I mean, jug. it's, yeah, 45 pounds if you think about it but it gets Boy. lighter the longer you're yeah. Up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. but yeah like that's mm-hmm. something that i didn't even think about is hey how what's your monetary value on on comfort and something as basic as a shower can can make or break a trip because mm-hmm. i've done you know eight or ten day trips on a motorcycle where you know i can't have a shower but i you know i rinsed off in <laughs> in a river or something like that or a lake and it's not quite the same but still, for that creature comfort of, for all those guys out there who prioritize hygiene and cleanliness and having that feeling, like, yeah, dude, spend the money on it. Because we have somebody here who says, yeah, a shower, a hot shower sport, 70 bucks. And I would probably... Yeah, you kind of pick and choose, like, like your sleep system. You know, mm-hmm. you want that to be optimal, Dialed. you know. So, yeah, you'll spend the money there. Whereas some people are really into the, the food aspect, so they'll spend tons and tons of money on their scottles and yeah. cook systems and all that. Whereas, you know, some people don't really care that much for it and they'll eat hot dogs. You know, <laughs> so. it's funny you say that. Cause literally on my week long trip, I had coffee and oatmeal for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, for lunch, I had peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And then for dinner, I had Frito boats every night. Oh, and nice. So, I'm kidding you. I don't cook. I boil water. That's yeah. literally <laughs> it. Like, I can't cook. I could, like, boiling water is asking for a lot. Like, then usually I'll forget, and then it's yeah. evaporated by the time <laughs> You it's, could actually ruin yeah, boiling yeah. water. Yeah, so that's what I lived off of for a week. Like, I looked kind of cute afterwards. Like, you know, like lost a lot of weight but it was okay. <laughs> it's not sustainable don't do that yeah, yeah so it's yeah. not i don't recommend it as a full-time diet but yeah. for a week long for me like it was it was everything yeah <laughs> but jared touched on it um rejuvenating yourself and feeling refreshed with a shower hey it, that's one of the things that can keep you going it can t- can take a four-day trip or two-day trip and double it or triple it or yeah the feeling dirty just wears on you yeah it mm. does and it's not a vibe. It's one of the best yeah. parts about coming home, and it's also oh. one of the worst parts because <laughs> you get that feeling of cleanliness, but you also get that feeling of like, all right, when are we going back out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now that you have that feeling. It's a refuel, you know? Yeah. So I totally, highly, that's like on my high priorities, feeling clean. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I've yeah. had two, two showers a day. Just, oh, I feel <laughs> gross <laughs> on the trail sometimes. You're just, you're just Yeah. Uh. I'm really like crazy about my truck too. Like I don't like, because it's cloth seats like yeah. you have leather yeah and i do hiking beach you know gym and all this and that and so i bring like cl- like a sheet or like a clothes and i like put it on my seat and then i'll yeah. sit on it because i don't like the fact that my stinkiness is going to be on my truck like cloth you know oh, yeah. Yeah. it's a pain yeah. to clean and so and also speaking of cleanliness since you have an enclosed truck cap mm-hmm. uh cab cap um your stuff doesn't get dirty like yeah, my not stuff, dust nonstop blowing all over. All it. of my camping equipment gets dirty, and me being, you know, having to get into there, I get dirty just by handling my <laughs> just stuff, touching mm. your yeah. truck, <laughs> and I am filthy by the mm. time I finish. Like probably day two, my pants are, my jeans are already like brown because of Ugh. because of dust and dirt and grime, and you know. Denim is the perfect napkin for, for guys. Yes. You know, so <laughs> bam, you know what Wipe I mean? The <laughs> yeah. It's like your apron. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's one of the things that uh, sucks about having a, a, a traditional truck bed uh, and also a rooftop with a, a bed rack is your stuff gets dirty. And of course, there are tonneau covers and stuff like that, but it's a barrier to entry for you to retrieve your equipment. Mm-hmm. 
And when I have, when I set up my, my equipment, I'm, I'm of the mindset of when I want to go, I want to go. And when I want to get something, I want to get it as fast mm-hmm. as you yeah, might Easy possible. access. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Jeez. But, you know, you talking about all this stuff, it makes me we're gonna feel make you like, switch now. No. it feels like you're like pushing towards a truck cap. I mean, oh, now yeah. listen, this no. is what you could no. do. Yeah. Let me, mm. let me just say <laughs> you could do, I could see you with a, uh, truck cap bed platform. Um, yeah storage containers underneath and then like a million pelican cases on top for your own people's <laughs> stuff like yeah. i could see you just like just crawling up there and getting everything you need all on top what if yeah. you had that what what do you think i mean i don't know okay one of the one of the really this is going to sound really stupid it's a status symbol i want a fucking ladder on my rig and <laughs> really? jared, jared has a ladder on his yeah. and uh, it's just one of those oh. things as a kid like i've i've watched enough like discovery channel and national geographic where Dude, a ladder to get on to like I have these little <laughs> steps that I have to put up every single time to get on to get access to Home Depot, and um, <laughs> like, like a jungle yeah, gym yeah, climbing yeah, on his yeah, truck. It, it literally is a jungle. Like I'm a short guy. Um, I'm five four, and like yes, I'm pretty athletic, but dude, it's a pain when I have to go get stuff. Mm, um, but that's yeah, a good point. Like having something a, a hard mounted ladder would really mm-hmm. it would be awesome. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm always thinking of the next build, and I'm always seeing, oh, is the grass greener on the other side? Yeah. Um, maybe I'll incorporate a ladder just just because I'll figure something out. I'm oh. sure you could. You yeah. see, you're you fit under that improvising like mentality. I yeah. feel like you could just figure out something that yeah. you could easily just crawl up there. You know, just something that you mount or something, and that or even have in the bed of your truck that you just bada bing bada boom, and you're just gonna <laughs> easily just get up and grab whatever you needed. But I don't know. I'm just just saying yeah. just something to think about there's a ton of and once again it's gonna just take takes time and money mm-hmm. yeah yep. <sighs> i know like i want to do wheels tire suspension that's my next okay what's okay. your Project. what's your next yeah. uh is the edition wheels, wheels tire suspension suspension i want to do bilstein 61 12s 51 60s um rims i want to do the methods like the like real actually know a guy the... selling some method rims so oh, what kind uh, are they maybe after, i'll send you a picture um okay. but not right now okay yeah, not right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah i like the methods i know they're super expensive but they just look so nice yeah, and cool, i feel like yeah. they'll just look really neat with the truck and then the we or the tires are what is the hardest part for me to decide because i spend so much time on the road mm. i only spend a couple hundred miles on the Dirt. So you're trying to figure out like versus like all train versus mud train or kind of idea or yeah I say you don't I wouldn't go mud train for your style just yeah. make and model type situation yeah, yeah just brand make, like I don't know stuff. if I want to do Toyo the Falcons the the BFGs I don't know yeah. they're so Miles hard stars. to figure out and they all look different and like there's certain weight like. I don't like the super and rounded look. I don't like the super square, blocky look. Yeah. I don't. I like just in the middle, and it's so hard to. And they mm. range in price big time. Yeah, you get up there. I only want to do thirty three inch tires. I don't want to do thirty fives. I don't yeah. need to do all that. Yeah. But it's just it's my hardest research is the tires. That's the hardest wow. one for me. Well, I can't great, figure it out. Great news, you replace them every couple thousand miles. Oh, try them out for a <laughs> yeah. while. That's and... not a good. I, I, that's not a bad idea. That's yeah. true. But I know so that but the wheels tire <clears throat> suspension that's so expensive already so it I got to it's a big ticket so yeah. that's why I'm saving and working my butt off good, and good. probably lost a couple of years off my life but it's fine yeah. you know work six days a week right yeah six Ooh. five to six days a week usually about forty hours a week and then I actually just picked up a second job the last month um, a house cleaning job a customer reached out to me it was cute I was like buying 
I'm making drinks, if nobody knows what that is, yeah. at Starbucks. <laughs> and a, a regular customer came up to me and gave me an envelope and it said like, hey, you know, you seem like a pretty cool chick and like a very efficient human being. You know, <laughs> I need someone to clean my house. And so I do that once a week for a couple hours. Um, oh, cool. Hustling. So, Hustling. hustling and then i hike two to three times a week i go to the beach at least once a week and try to camp in between that whether it's outside you, my yeah, house yeah how do you squeeze it all it's in really too. i'm telling you i get probably about four hours of sleep every night hey. wow it's Killing really it. trust me it's really yeah, hard you can sleep when you're dead right that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd rather like live and enjoy life and act like you know Treat every day like it's your last yeah, instead gonna, of dwelling on. Oh, look I wish back I on what did I do? Well, I slept that day and yeah. that day I sat on the couch and watched TV. Watch too much TikTok, you yeah. know? So. No, yeah, but get out there and enjoy it. Why not? Yeah, life's too short. Life's really short. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a gift, mm-hmm. and uh, you're utilizing your time. And you're. It sounds like you're burning the candle at both ends. But hey, dude, get it, <laughs> get it while you're young. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate um, it. We talked about big ticket items. What is mm-hmm. the, the, your next small thing that you're probably going to get? Hmm. I wish I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Cause Cause, I like know. Cause changes the, that you'd, you know. Mm, well, I want to replace all my like interior LED. Like, oh, you're the, the lighting. Oh, yeah. Bright the lighting is just horrible. It's like I like to see my haters, you know, at night. And so <laughs> like, I want that. <laughs> so I wanna, <laughs> I'm not saying I have a whole bunch of haters, but I'm pretty sure they're, they're out there. But. <laughs> <laughs> like people uh, are very interesting, but I got I had like some people saying like that they thought it was messed up that I have a big following when I have a bone stock truck, and I was Whatever. like, those like, are legit haters. Yeah, yeah, I was like, really? Like I was like, maybe, well, maybe you should have some better content. Yeah, maybe like, your personality sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's like, there's all these people that put so much money into the rigs, and then you have like a bone stock truck, and you like. You just like don't deserve it, and I was like, That's okay, dang. like I don't. I mean, I don't really care. Like I was like, yeah, oh, whatever. Like envious is the highest form of flattery, right? Or jealousy uh, I, is something I, like that. I'm not sure. I think uh, something what, like that. What is it? Uh, imitation. I something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, the I I mean, because I really want to save every penny or every penny for punny. those <laughs> punny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> accidentally, yeah. <laughs> It was an accident. Oh my gosh, that was a good one. Okay. So I want to save every penny and put it towards like those bigger mods. So that's why I haven't yeah. really thought about anything that are small. You know, the grill was a neat yeah, addition shoot. to them. Yeah, to the truck. I thought it totally changed the look of it um, because I hate that stock grill. It looks yeah. so bad. It looks cheesy. Which yeah. grill do you have now? I have the TRD Pro one. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. In, it has amber lights, which I, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah so, the Raptor lights. Yeah, the Raptor, little, or the Raptor they call lights. It, yeah. yeah, so um, for big trucks, for big big boy or er, big boy and girl trucks. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but so I haven't really thought of any like smaller mods to be yeah. honest. But um, things I want to add to the truck is recovery gear, like yeah. I was mentioning oh, to you yeah. guys, because I want to. Since I've acquired a firearm, I'm gonna. I feel more confident to be able to go off the roads more and just explore more my area, and I need okay. to invest into be more self-sufficient in that yeah, sense because i do break down yeah mm-hmm. yeah like i can't if i had a flat tire i'd be like eh, like i wouldn't know what yeah. to do and i want to be more like intuitive about things because i don't know i don't i can't even work a screwdriver my friend like yeah. literally and i okay. learned how to do that you know from my truck so i want to learn how to do more hands-on things that's good okay so i will touch on that uh, our trucks are incredibly capable mm-hmm. like 
um, tires are going to make a huge, tires and suspension are going to make a huge difference in terms of their capability and mm -hmm. your comfort. But there's a false sense of security that you can get while you're overlanding. Yeah. And as you've seen, my roof rack fell off, and that's, <laughs> that's incredibly uncomfortable. Um, but if you're in a situation where you think you're okay and sh shit starts to go bad and it starts rolling mm -hmm. uh you should probably figure out how to how to use you know basic tools and stuff like that mm -hmm. and it sounds like you're on the way to do that um mm -hmm. but you know the best way to to learn is to say just ask somebody who's done it just say hey you know jared uh patrick like how do you change a tire how do you do this how do you um when when this happens what do you do or just tag along with experienced um individuals on relatively easy trails that they have experience on like um me and jared would feel completely comfortable doing anza borrego because we've done it so many times in the last year we've oh, done yeah. it i've done it three four times already and you've yeah. done it it's probably the same yeah at least three times yeah. yeah everyone has their their bread and butter trails or their bread and butter go-to locations so for example with ben he knows sedona like better he's 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 sedona's ambassador yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. much but um yeah Pink tag Jeep tour got nothing on ben yeah yeah um he had he went with a well he had a tag along of you know a guy in a stock truck and he said hey dude no you can do this all you got to do is pick this line and you're gonna make it up and it, it'll surprise you what your truck is capable of hmm. uh you you don't want to find that capability when you're in the oh shit situation yeah. like yeah. me and jared were in with the, yeah uh, like, with our i hope um, we make this <laughs> yeah with our one of our one of our what trip was that it was uh lytle creek yeah our, our lytle... little side shoots and Oh, yeah, geez. got a little bit of body damage. Um, well, not body damage, but my bumper got a little jacked up. But I learned that, hey, my truck can crawl. Like, it can, I, I throw that locker on, go into four low, and it'll just putter, putter, putter on up. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is uncomfortable. Mm. So the best way to, to, to bear that burden is with other people. Yeah, you so can I'd say, love to go with you guys. Yeah, that's a good honor. way to, too, like, it's, you have downtime at camp sometimes, you know, pull into mm -hmm. a camp, you got downtime. It's a good time to like, Hey, let's figure out how this works or this, you know, if mm -hmm. you're with other people too, like, Hey, can we test out this gear or do something like that? You know, pull it out and like figure out how to do things. Yeah. But tires and suspension make a, a huge difference. <clears throat> so I'm glad that that's your next, your next step. Mm -hmm. Um, for a lot of people who see, have seen my rig, they're probably going to be like, dude, you don't, you need suspension, but you were investing in Home Depot in terms of chainsaws <laughs> and, you know, all these amenities <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but my truck is still super capable and the tires airing down and, um, knowing how to use my recovery gear has helped a, an, an immense amount. Mm. Um, but yeah, tires are one of those kind of overlooked things. And I'm glad that you've you're the person who does research in everything, mm -hmm. you know, as we've seen from this conversation. You run an air compressor? No. See, that's why I don't. See, you I don't. Yeah. yeah. I should. I would, you can get, I mean, I had front a cheap Harbor Freight one, I think. I got for like $40. That's what he, to throw he it in your, one. Yeah, mm -hmm. just, that's a essential piece of kit I would keep on my truck. Yeah. Just, see, I don't even know how to, like, do, see, that's, yeah. what, that's, that's what I mean. I, like, I need a loop you're hanging out with camp as us. We'll yeah. show you how to air down, air That'd up, awesome. all that fun stuff, you know. And it's one of those things that's so routine for us. Mm -hmm. It's literally, okay, we got to yeah, air down. That's what it's, we do now. It's like <laughs> taking a leak at, or at the gas station. It's like, all right, okay, we, we got to mm -hmm. go. Yeah. We got to air down. All right, yeah. and then we got to air up. It's it's baked into the into our routine. Yeah. Um, and, and for somebody is, who doesn't know anything about airing up or airing down, it can be super like, what air compressor do I buy? What deflating tools do mm -hmm. I buy? What do I go down yeah, to? How low? Yeah. And, yeah. What tire size do I need? That's exactly you, what I'm like yeah. thinking. I'm like, yeah. I don't know how to do any of that. Like, where do I start? And you if you, know? Do you do like uh, like rougher roads and stuff like that, or yeah. you 
I try to. I mean, I don't do anything like we're crawling. Yeah, yeah. You know, but do take but even dirt just, roads. Yeah, even just like the little fire roads can be, you know, washboardy mm-hmm. or lots of rocks, and just airing down will like make your ride so much better. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Un- he, he says that, and it's it's really truly unbelievable how much a difference can make between uh, a tire at forty or thirty four psi versus a tire at twenty psi. Um, it's just so much more contact patch, and it just irons everything mm-hmm. out, and um, you get so much more traction. And safety wise too, like if yeah. you're on a if you're a full tire pressure and you're running down these rocky roads or some sharp rocks, you're more likely to pop a tire on a oh, you know gosh. with mm-hmm. full pressure. Whereas your softer tire, you know, apply and kind of roll over mm-hmm. it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like in Joshua Tree, we we were camping like maybe ten miles off, like on a dirt road. And yeah, we were we were on this washboard road, yeah, and I was like, I thought my head everything's going to rattle loose. Everything yeah. was rattling. My bed platform was like rattling. I could hear yep. in the back, and so yeah, like it would be nice to know. You like, air you down, know, yeah. Air down, just... it'd, it'd be more comfortable. So yeah. yeah, that's the like my next project is like learning the recovery gear yeah. and stuff because I want to be, you know, I have the security, I have this and yeah, that, and so that. I want to be able to be like you know able to get myself in situations like if something happens you know a tire pops i don't know what to do you know yeah. or like or enhance my capabilities on the road with airing down airing up you especially know? going solo like you do yeah, yeah. so yeah. that would be really helpful <laughs> and it'd be neat to like go with you guys yeah. that would yeah. be so no, soy cool yeah it's oh man there's so many lessons to learn with recovery like we haven't even done all of them because guess what we try not to get ourselves in situations <laughs> yeah, I don't like want to have to recover but. Yeah, but sometimes life surprises you and mm-hmm. digging a truck out of sand that's buried down mm-hmm. into its axles and diffs it sucks um no, but guess what you know it's an experience you only have to hopefully you only have to learn one time and then you realize you look at the situation you're like okay this sucks we just got to put the work in mm-hmm. get my shovel start digging um, or air down, try to crawl out of it. But sometimes you've gone too far. Or how to drive in sand. Some mm-hmm. people think like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take this cautiously slow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the worst thing you can possibly do is drive Don't go slow. fast over that crest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, someone no, should know about that, No, what's right? on the other side of the dune. Yeah. But <laughs> even just driving in sand, like flat sand, you can get stuck so fast mm-hmm. if, you, if you think, oh, okay, I'm just going to go slow over it. You know, and then all of a sudden you start to sink and then you're like, oh crap, I got to give a gas now. And then all of a sudden you're digging, digging, digging. Mm. I'm not going anywhere. More gas, more gas, more (laughs) gas. And then boom, you're on your, you're on your rocker panels and (sighs) it sucks. It sucks. Just think about that incident that you had where you're, you went to Oceano Dunes. I remember seeing that footage because you just left Lake Casitas. Yeah. Remember we got coffee? It's like the, right after you guys, your trip together. Yeah, we got coffee and breakfast in the morning and then he was departing, I was departing and he was like, oh, I'm going to go to Oceano Dunes and I was like, oh, sick, dude. You know, it's all, dude. So, (laughs) 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 and then, yeah, you I kept, because I wanted to see how your trip was going and then I found out, you know, that. A, B, C, D, yeah. you know, just boom, boom. Yeah. I felt very empathetic towards you. That sucked, dude. That it hurt seeing my beautiful rig <gasps> jacked up like that. Yeah. But hey, guess what? There's a problem that needs to be solved, so no one's going to save you, so solve it. Yeah. Figure it out. I'm very impressed with how you, like, learn to adapt over the situation. Like, because you literally got poop on a stick. Like, yeah. you, know, you were literally, <laughs> like... Like, it was a shitty situation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, And you were able to just, hey, you went to the parking lot, 
you kind of rebuilt your roof rack mm -hmm. and you made the best of it and look yeah. at your trucks looks fine it and looks you made you made a front bumper out of it yeah I, it yeah some, I, I, it was your time i guess it was just the perfect alignment of terrible, to, uh, <laughs> terrible yeah. situation but yeah a lot of people like i, I think you, you hit me up after that and you're like hey i i would die i would just sit there and, and be in misery mm -hmm. but a lot of people would do that and uh you know it's there are times when you can just sit there in misery, but mm -hmm. you got to realize that when you're overlanding and when you're solo traveling, like you have to be competent in what you're doing. You have to have the tools and the knowledge, or you have to be able to improvise, mm -hmm. uh, improvise, improvise, <laughs> and getting yourself out of there mm -hmm. and getting yourself in, into safety. Yep, that's <sighs> yeah. very impressive. Um, we ran way long today. I oh, think we're we at? we're at an hour and fifty minutes oh, right now. Oh, the two. Yeah, Are you serial so right yeah, now? We're serial. Oh. So including the live stream and stuff like that. So, um, is there anything? Man, there's always there's, there's a ton there's of stuff so we could talk about. We'll we'll have to, I know we'll have to meet up again. Yeah, it was absolutely. like a perfect random event that I got to come over here, but yeah. I will definitely make the time to come over. Yeah, here we've again. been trying to plan this yeah, for forever, and yeah. it's schedules are so weird. It's yeah, hard scheduling, to... planning, distance, and stuff like that. It's it makes it tough. Um, is there anything you want to plug before we get on out of here? I don't. I can't think of anything. I just want to say thank you guys for having me on the no, podcast. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. No, glad it was you a came complete out. pleasure. Yeah. We, uh, it was an honor. And, <laughs> oh, guys, and yeah, it's honor to be sitting next to two very like um, well established uh, um, people in the Overland community, and I feel very like honored oh, to be able to even. learn from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. just two dudes trying. We're just yeah, so we're average. Very so average, average guys here. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm very honored, and I look forward to. Um, doing more. We'll have to plan trips. it. Yeah, we'll have to do a, a group trip here soon. That figure would one be, out. That would be so awesome. Mm -hmm. So we gotta do that. And yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I just, uh, if I could say anything, I would just say, like, live every day like it's your last. And, Absolutely. You know, because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. And if you're, if you're willing to take the risks, then take them. Whether it's solo, whether it's with a trip, whether it's sleeping outside your house, you yeah. know, yeah. or sleeping, <laughs> in the, you know, just hey, be outside. Always opt outside. Because yes. it's pretty awesome out there. Slogan. It's pretty yeah. awesome out there. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, what's your Instagram and your TikTok? Yeah, throughout your uh, okay. plugs. Your, uh, so my Instagram is Katie's Tacoma. Katie's Tacoma. And my TikTok is Katie Cat. It's K-T-E-A-K-A-T. -T. Okay. Um, so that's about it. Cool. <laughs> All right. For sure. And Jared, do you have anything to plug today? No, nothing today. Okay, I'm gonna do a, just a general safety plug. If yeah, take your safety take your safety seriously. Whether it's mm -hmm. your own protection, protection of your rig, protection of your gear, make sure you you harden yourself as a as a as a target, and just make don't trust people as much as you think you should, because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad people out there. Yeah. Just be careful. Um, but Katie, thank you so much for being on yes, with us. Thank you. I don't know if we're going to split this into a two-parter, but um, it was such a pleasure to have you on. I cannot wait <laughs> to go on another trip with you and also to have you on again. Uh, but other than that, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and uh, stay safe on the trip. Yeah, be safe out there. Farewell, humans. <laughs> <laughs>